Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 131. How long have you been working for cargo, sir? asked one. I don't know what that is, said Shadow. He calls himself Wednesday, Grim, Old Father, Old Guy. You've been seen with him, sir. I've been working for him for three days. Don't lie to us, sir, said the spook with the glasses. Okay, said Shadow, I won't, but it's still three days. The clean-jawed spook reached down and twisted Shadow's ear between finger and thumb. He squeezed as he twisted. The pain was intense. We told you not to lie to us, sir, he said mildly. Then he let go. Each of the spooks had a gun bulge under his jacket. Shadow did not, did not hit the man back. He pretended he was back in prison. Do your own time, thought Shadow. Don't tell them anything they don't already know. Don't ask questions. These are dangerous people you're palling around with, sir, said the spook with the glasses. You'll be doing your country a service by turning state's evidence. He smiled sympathetically. I'm the good cop, said the smile. I see, said Shadow. And if you don't want to help us, sir, said the clean-jawed spook, you can see what we're like when we're not happy. He hit Shadow in the stomach again with his fist. It wasn't torture, Shadow thought, just punctuation. I'm the bad cop. He retched in pain. I would like to make you happy, said Shadow, as soon as he could speak. All we ask is your cooperation, sir. Can I ask? gasped Shadow. Don't ask questions, he thought, but it was too late. The words were already spoken. Can I ask who I'll be cooperating with? You want us to tell you our names? asked the clean-jawed spook. You have to be out of your mind. No, he's got a point, said the spook with the glasses. It may make it easier for him to relate to us. He looked at Shadow and smiled like a man advertising toothpaste. Hi, I'm Mr. Stone, sir. My colleague is Mr. Wood. Actually, said Shadow, I meant what agency are you with? CIA? FBI? And that's our page. Page starts deviating from what I would consider in the book has been a pretty normal level of violence for the for Neil. I mean, Sandman goes pretty far, but Neverwhere and Anansi Boys, there's small bits of it, but it starts getting pretty uncomfortable and brutal. And even though Shadow says it's not torture, that's really what it's amounting up to. There's also an air of familiarity with violence on the part of Wood, and honestly, it's stomach-turning. The spooks refer to Wednesday as cargo, which just seems odd. Shadow obviously isn't going to be privy to their code names, so referring to Wednesday in this way seems designed just to confuse Shadow and perhaps perhaps throw him off guard, maybe? I don't know, but it's it seems like a strange way to go about things, to me at least. Shadow regresses back to prison fully at this point and falls back onto the who-has-the-power situation pretty quickly. There's no sense in getting the two all worked up by trying to be more masculine or go off on some sort of power trip or even try to make his escape when he doesn't know anything about where he is other than he's stuck in a tiny metal room. So he more or less tries to go with the flow. Of course, it doesn't help him terribly much because... These guys are kind of assholes. Stone is described as smiling like a person advertising toothpaste, and there's a lot of descriptions of people's smiles in the book that I haven't really made a note of, and I haven't even been keeping that much track of, but it really stood out to me as being very reminiscent of Wednesday's smile descriptions as we've gone through the previous chapters. Wednesday was described, was described as looking like he had learned to smile from a manual, and that's definitely one level of a fake smile, but... Stone smiling is, if he's more like someone in an ad, he's, and I'm not sure exactly what the insinuation is, I guess, but he's being paid to fake the smile, and that's worse, if you ask me. Wednesday doesn't know how to smile, but fakes it because he wants something. 
But I think it's pretty clear pretty early on for almost everyone who meets him that he is looking for something, and he's definitely got something going on. But with Stone and his fake smile, well, he doesn't seem to know how to smile well enough. Like, if you look at someone in an advertisement, you know that it's not real. An advertisement is inherently fake and is trying to play to your emotions. So in this case... Well, actually, in both cases, really, these are manipulative smiles, but for different purposes. And at this point, we don't know what Stone and Wood are really trying to get out of Shadow. So far, they've only really asked him one question. It sounds to me, though, like Neil is trying to make um, make Stone's smile to be convincing to an extent, but is a surface-level thing. It doesn't penetrate beyond his face. He has no kind intentions for Shadow in this case. Shadow's not entirely in his right mind either because someone tried to twist his ear off and punched him a couple of times. So he goes from don't ask questions to asking a question and then chiding him for it. And he gets a couple of names out of these guys. Uh, Wood and stone is all he gets. There are a few more agents we meet throughout the book, but like I said, there's Mr. World, who is part of this organization, which Shadow then questions if it's CIA or FBI, and we can talk about that a little bit more on tomorrow's page, I guess. But this organization has really odd code names, and one of the one of the secondary characters we meet in a little bit is going to give us a little more humor into their stupid, stupid names. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme song. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.